we, we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures he restored my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned. There is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. So we have to condition then our headspace. When you believe in God for something big, you got to watch what you say. Be careful. You don't have no time to be talking crazy. Crazy is anything that's in contradiction to faith. Anything in contradiction to faith is crazy. Anything that stands in contradiction, in contravention, it stands against your faith, that's crazy talk. Glory to God. When you see it in working out, see it, but don't say it. This is some good teaching on you. I hope you all getting what I'm saying. When you see it closing down on you, see it. Don't say it. Do you remember when, when the devil approached Job? And when he talked to God about Job, you know, what did he say to God? He says, God, I promise you, Job is going to open his mouth and curse you. Job could, the devil realized Job could think cursing God and that's cool. But what I want Job to do is open his mouth and release the curse. Even the devil knows that he can't do nothing with your mind. The reason he wants your mind is so that he can get your mouth. The devil don't want your mind, he wants your mouth. Because he knows what the mouth of the believer does to him. He realizes from day one, and God said, let there be, and there was. And God says, let there be, and there was. And then God says, all power is given to me in heaven and on earth, and I give that same power to you. As I was in this world, so are you. So now, we got a lot of God-like people who have the power to say as it was and then it shall be and the devil says that's a problem so what I'll do I'll get in their minds and cause them to talk crazy because if they really understand the power that's in their mouth I don't stand a chance against them so let's get them to say I'm not qualified for that job let's get them to say I'll never get this loan approved Let's get them to say, I can be single the rest of my life. Let's get them to say, I can never have no children. Let's get them to say it. 
Let's get them to put it out there in the atmosphere. And, and the devil said, I know I got them. So I can put these things in their mind. I can let them, I, I, can, I can get into things they watch. I can get into what they read. I can surround them. I can put people around them to make them give sound to the crazy thoughts that are in their head. And once it comes out of their mouth, I now have the authority over them. Because faith comes in what it hears. If it's too much in my past, that's too much man. Stop now. Can I go a little bit further then? Let's take this a little bit further then to bring you up to date with, with, with the class in the earlier session, the earlier class. So when we go to this text, because now we're talking about how we condition our minds and how we take control of our lives so that we can mature. Look at what David says now in Psalm 37. He says this. Put it up there, Psalm 37, verse 1. Put it up there. Let the children them see it because I don't want them to try to swing them. Here's the scripture. I've been giving you plenty of scriptures now. I'm trying to be intentional so you can see it in the word of God, even though I ain't sure exactly where it's be sometimes. Uh, Psalm 37 and verse number 1. What does it say? Stop right there. That's all I need right there. That's all I need. That's all I need. I ain't got to preach nothing else. Right there. Three words. Say it again. Ready? Read. Okay, good. Now talk as though you're talking to yourself. One more time. Ready? Read. Uh-huh. Now put your hand on your chest and ask yourself, self, why are you fretting? I need you to understand this. Werner, hear me, my brother. No one, no lack of money, no lack of connection, no turmoil in your life can make you fret. If you are fretting, it's because you're fretting yourself. Leah, you are fretting yourself. No one can make you fret but you. Now, before I dive a little deeper into this, let's define what fretting means. Now, based on our English understanding of the word fretting, we think panic. That's a good one. Become anxious. That's a good one, too. Don't throw them away. But in this text, this word fret has a different meaning. When I get home this afternoon, there's some food that has been prepared for me that's waiting on me. Hallelujah. I'm excited about it. So much so that there ain't much more preaching left. When I get home, based on the definition in this text, when I get home, I am going to fret my food. In this context, the word fret means to heat up. It means to become hot. <laughs> to set fire to. I'm coming for you right now. I'm coming. I'm almost, I'm almost there. David says, <laughs> fret not thyself. He, he, he says, ask the people that come to church this morning or this afternoon, why are you allowing so much things to run you hot? Why are you allowing so much things to run you hot? He says, your heating up is all in your hands. And when you... 
I, I got a problem. I said this last week, I said to you all, I got a problem that so many people know how you behave when you're upset. Why have so many people seen you angry? And you have the Holy Ghost. Why are they on pins and needles when they see you under pressure on the job? Because they know you're about to cuss somebody out, you're about to throw something, you're about to carry on like a fool because you're mad, and then you come in here and speak in tongues. Anybody home? With the dark rock? I need you to get this, beloved. As a child of God, you need to control your temperature. You are too saved to get so hot so easily. And this nonsense that we do in the body of Christ, we say, well, they're only human. You've got to understand we're only human. And as human, um, we run hot sometimes. No, as a human, you have to understand that you have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. And the Holy Ghost makes you superhuman. You are superhuman. You ain't normal. And the things that cause everybody else to get all disheveled and all lost, that should not happen to you. As a child of God, you should know how to maintain your cool. You are too safe. You've been in church too long to be so hot-tempered. Why do you get mad so quick? And I talked about this this morning. I got to speed you up. Because this morning I told them, it's crazy that you have no control over your temper, but you want to um, um, discipline your children when they have temper tantrums. Thou hypocrite. You got the nerve to take off your belt for your child, that you're going to whip your child when they, when they are out of control and having a temper tantrum when you just had yours in the room. When people on the job are afraid of you when they see you changing color. Hmm. Sign of maturity, one of the signs of maturity is your ability to control yourself. It's self-control. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, he talks about the fruits of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit, sorry. He talks about the fruit of the spirit. Um, put it up there for me please. Galatians 5 and 22 says this, but the fruit of the spirit is what? Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, I can stop there right there. Love, joy. No, no, no. Hold on. Go back. Go back. Go back. Love. You can put it on the screen later, the last one. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. What's the next one? That means that you could go through stuff. Now, you know, I even think a fight the love, joy, and peace, that's a sermon all by itself. Let's start with this one, long-suffering. The ability to endure. The ability, the ability to run beyond the 25-meter dash. The ability of endurance. The next one, oh, that's so beautiful. Long-suffering. Gentleness, goodness, oh boy, goodness. Let me give some revelation on goodness. It's heavy. You know what goodness means? Let me tell you what it means. Goodness means to be good. I know you can't believe it. It's heavy. It's heavy. This heavy. 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 Goodness means to be good. Don't look at nobody but wonder, I 
just know you asking your neighbor. Say, neighbor, how good are you? One of the fruit of the Spirit is goodness. You so good that we put this on it. Not badness. Because I ain't going to ask you how bad are you. I can see that. But with the Spirit of God, we should be able to see how good you are. One of the, one of the fruit of the Spirit of God is goodness. And then he goes on to say faith, meekness, and this last one I love so much, temperance. The ability to control your own temper. God is blessing us. He's blessing us as a church, and we're starting to raise up more employers. I think last year we saw about 19, 20 businesses start in our church. That's a blessing. Come on, clap for that. About 20 or so businesses. Father said to me last day, he says, son, don't worry about a thing. He says, you're going to have enough businesses in life to keep glory saturated with ads. Just from businesses within the church. But guess what? I'm scared now. Because life has started so many businesses. And because life has started so many businesses, I give God glory and I'm afraid. Why am I afraid? I'm afraid because, because these businesses are in life, they can grow. And because they can grow, you're going to need employees. And because you have employees, your pastor's scared. Because when people work with you, they get to see the real you. Then they say, when you live with me, you get to learn me. I, I find something different. I really think if you really want to know somebody, work with them. Because some people who you live with in your house... You don't know how they scare when they get to work. That's the people. That's the people in this church that don't know. That people know that I stay pastor. And the people that they work with know that they go to this church. And the people that they work with who know they go to this church is sometimes call me and say, so and so is going to your church right there. Oh, I, I got to answer in tongues because I'm scared. Because once they say yes, they go, they come to my church. Well, Jesus, what is this? Because there are some people, there are some people when they get to wake. They become hellions. Citizens of the country known as hell. Hellions. And some of us, glory to God, could you imagine when you don't have control of your temper and now you have employees? Watch this. And you wonder why you ain't promoted yet. God says, I can't trust you with authority. Because you can't control yourself. 
And in this time when it's a time for a kingdom takeover, see, I forget the introduction. We talk about the shift and the elevation and taking over kingdoms. God says, I want that to happen in this hour, but I'm sure I can trust you. Because when I elevate you and give you employees, I need to be sure that your employees will follow you to church. Because for some of us, the only way to get our workers to come to church is we tell them if they don't come, they can get cut. But they don't want to follow us here because of how we live and how we function on the job. And the Bible says, fret not yourself. I said this earlier, I'm going to say it again. There are persons around us in the job that should never know how you behave when you want. They should never, too many people know how you carry on when you're mad. They should not know Tamika. They should not know. You see Tamika there? No mind her smiling. She, if she blow up on you, you better call your mom. If she, you see Tamika, don't mind her smiling there. When you see her run hard, and my problem is why should they see Tamika run hard when I know Tamika got the Holy Ghost? And I talk about employees, I don't even talk about customers. Because I didn't have persons call me who had to deal with my members, and they were customers of my members. They were clients of my members. And I had to go speak in tongues because I'm embarrassed and say, hold on, man, there's someone that I know is speaking tongues. I know this be on the prayer call. And yet they rude to clients. really quiet in here. See, that's why I give you plenty of time to shout on the front end. I let y'all shout, worship. This is a move. I let y'all um, rescue your life, cry and go through. And now we got to realize if we're going to overcome and experience the fullness of the move, we have to mature. And in many instances, we are our greatest hindrance. We are our greatest hindrance. You, come on, say after me. Say, I have to get me out, uh, under control. You got to bring you under control. You are too off the chain. In this instance, you need to get back on the chain. You are too out of control. You have too much God on the inside of you. And there's too much at stake. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Let not that man believe he can receive anything from God. That's James something. I told you it was one and eight. James one and eight, he says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And what did the next verse say? Go up to verse seven then. For let not, go to verse six. Oh, there it is. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 7. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. 
A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You have to get you together. You have to become more consistent. You got to control your temper. You can't be one day nice and the next day the next thing. You cannot be one moment you are lovey-dovey and the next moment you chasing everybody away. As a child of God, your life should be marked by sobriety, by balance, by the kind of demeanor that draws people. Why why is it that you have no friends? Don't brag on the fact that you have no friends. That ain't good. That's not a badge of honor. I don't have no friends. Well, well for me, I don't trust people. When you see somebody can't trust people, it's because they can't be trusted. When you find persons that don't trust people, it's because they cannot be trusted. Your inability to trust people is an announcement of how I was going to say jacked up. It's a bad word. I said it already? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a testament. It's, and, and, it's, it's amazing. People around me, around me, people in this church, they brag. But me, I ain't got much friends. You should keep that a secret. Jesus grew in favor with God and with man. Why are you not growing in favor with God and man? Well, me, I get favor with God. You lie. Because you're favor with God, you're favor with man too. <laughs> Confirmation of your favor with God is favor with man. But you can understand, I'm so anointed, that's why people can't handle me. I'm anointed, you know, you know, and see the, the level I walk on, Pastor, I walk on a higher level. And I and I, I understand and see to me, I'm, I'm, I'm prophetic. And so because I'm prophetic, people can't handle me. Because I tell it like a like a TI is. You know, and, and I, I walk in a certain grace, and because of this grace on my life, people you are a liar, you deceiving yourself, and you may have a demon. Go check it out. You might have a demon. You may need to get an X-ray. M-R-I. You might have a demon. Something might be in you that ain't of God. Because Holy Ghost filled people attract people towards them. We attract, we don't repel. That's why all of y'all love me. Y'all better smile with me, buddy. No, when you got the Holy Ghost, it should not be a deterrent. Jesus grew in favor, in favor with God and with man. Why you don't have no friends? Why nobody like you? You mean none of them could deal with the anointing on your life? That's an amazing anointing. Your anointing is heavy. No, see, I can't have us spend our whole service in tongues and don't deal with this stuff in English. We got to deal with this if we're going to mature. And you got to be likable. You should be happy. No, you should be happy. If you sit in one of these rows with tools, that means you all drive together. Bump the person next to you say, man, you're supposed to be happy. Tell them that. Now ask them why you ain't happy. 
What's wrong with you? The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's why you're so weak. Because you wouldn't get happy. In his presence there's fullness of joy. Shout, rejoice, be glad. When, when Jesus, when he goes places, the first thing he would say is, cheer up. Cheer up. You're too depressed. Cheer up. Happiness, joy is the environment for the anointing of God to flow. Because in his presence, there's fullness of joy. When there's not a freedom, a happiness, a joy, when you allow the devil to rob you of joy, you allow him to rob you of life. Why are you happy? You're making me mad how mad you is. Making me mad, man. Why are you here? Get happy. You see, you're all smiling more. Someone say, I will be happy. All the time. See, look at your mind saying that impossible. That's not realistic. That's the devil. That's a demon telling you that's not realistic. No, it's realistic for you to be happy all the time. Enjoying Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you receive this chastening from the Lord, clap your hands and give God a glory. Glory to God. We're going to mature. I'm going to pull you on my back if I got to. We're going to mature. We're going to grow up and we're going to look like God. And people are going to like us. Because they like Jesus. The only people that didn't like Jesus was people who were stuck. People who didn't want to shift and want to change. People like Jesus, man. And they can like you too. Because you have the Holy Ghost. And you will make sure you don't fret yourself. Fret not thyself. Is that enough word for today? That's good. Y'all feel like you got a good, good, good meal today? Glory to God. Clap one more time and give God praise for the word today. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.